Listen, I know you've been hearing about CBD now for a couple of years. Everybody's talking about CBD. They put CBD in water, CBD in drops. You can buy CBD at the grocery store, at the gas station. But if you're like me, you probably have a healthy dose of skepticism. And so you want a company that's reputable. You want to know what you're getting. You actually want to know that what they say is on the bottle is in it. And for many of you, you want to make sure that you're not getting THC because a lot of these CBD companies are putting THC in their CBD and it's having people come up testing positive for THC. Now, listen, I'm not against THC, but I also think that you deserve to know as a consumer if, in fact, the product that you're taking has it or not. And my Soul CBD triple lab checks every single batch just to ensure that their ingredients are free of THC. Not only that, they are 100% organic. I also attribute my increase in sleep to the sleepy gummies that I take, that we all take, everybody in my household takes them before we go to bed. Listen, CBD is amazing because it helps to calibrate your central nervous system. And again, you don't have to worry about getting high. It's completely legal. It's all natural. Unfortunately, they don't currently ship to Canada. And as a listener to the show, you get 15% off automatically. You don't even have to enter a code. When you go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shalene. Now, don't worry about it. That link is in our show notes. You can just click on it while you're listening. And if you don't do it now, you know you're going to forget. So just click on that link. It's mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shalene. That link, while you're listening, you can just place your little order. You'll get 15% automatically. And I promise you will not regret it. You're going to love this stuff. They've got oil tinctures, capsules, or if you prefer, gummies. Again, it's mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shalene. Why aren't I doing as well as other people my age? I just don't have what it takes. I'm not making enough money. I'm not as smart as those people. I don't have any special talent or skills. I must be doing everything wrong because I just don't have that many people following me. I will never be on their level because I just don't have what they have. I'll never be as well-liked because I'm just not as attractive or as funny or as charismatic as they are. These are all direct quotes taken from my Instagram family. When I asked them specifically, here's the question I asked them. I asked them, when you compare yourself to others, other people's success, their career, or what they have, share with me some of the negative thoughts that you hear in your head. So today we are talking about crippling comparison. What triggers it? What makes it worse? And what to do about it? Comparison is, it's normal. It's something that all humans do. And sometimes it can be good. Sometimes it helps us to improve. Sometimes it helps us to assess where we are, how far we've come. Sometimes when we compare ourselves, we feel better about ourselves. But more often than not, when we compare ourselves to others, it's crippling. It is said that happiness is found when we stop comparing ourselves to other people. And every minute that we spend wishing we had someone else's life or beating ourselves up because we don't have what they have, we aren't doing what they're doing, is time spent wasting our own lives. I mean, none of us want to do it. It's not like you enjoy the habit, but it is something all of us do, some a lot more than others. And it is a habit, a habitual way of thinking which means because it's a habit, you can break the habit and you can create new ones. But first, we have to recognize that, again, comparison is, it's just, it's normal. It's kind of how we evaluate ourselves. 
And the only way we have to evaluate ourselves is by looking around at other people. And this, as a concept, was first explored by a social psychologist named Leon Festinger back in 1954. And what he found is the two reasons why we compare ourselves. The first reason is we compare ourselves so that we can define ourselves. We know who we are based on trying to understand who other people are. I mean, let's go all the way back to elementary school. Were you a good reader? Were you a fast reader or were you a slow reader? Were you a good athlete or were you a mediocre athlete? Or were you the last kid picked for kickball? So all of those assessments, even when you're in elementary school, were based on comparing yourself to other people. And the other reason why we compare ourselves is to, in an attempt to reduce our own uncertainties, like am I a good mom? We look around at other moms. We're not looking around at other moms to define ourselves. Well, a little bit of that, but more so to know, okay, I feel like insecure about this part of myself, but if I compare myself to another mom, then I feel less uncertain. I feel better or more confident about what it is I'm doing. This concept is called social comparison. And it's crazy to think that social comparison was such a big deal in the 50s. That's when they really started looking at it. And can you even fathom how much more intense and more powerful and more predominant social comparison is today with social media? I mean, before social media, the only thing we had to compare ourselves to were people who we knew basically in real life. But today... The comparison, it's crazy what we're comparing ourselves to. It's not even real. Everything's been altered. It's been improved. It's been filtered, carefully curated and then edited. And, you know, we're just, we're comparing ourselves to things that aren't even in the realm of possibilities. We're comparing ourselves to people or things that are on like a, you know, 10 second video or four second video or photo that's been filtered. Okay, now here's what's really interesting. In the research around comparison, social scientists have discovered that the more alike we are, like the more we are like someone else, the closer our opinions, the closer our lifestyles, etc., the harsher we are about those comparisons. Yet the less similar we are, the less likely we are to compare ourselves or to compare ourselves in a way that makes us not feel good about ourselves. Isn't that interesting? And while I'm no social scientist, I definitely love doing some social media research. And so I asked my followers, who is it more often than not that you find yourself feeling, you know, really bad about yourself when you compare who you are to who they are or or where you are to where they are? And the answers were very similar. people in their industry, people who they went to high school with, their brothers and sisters, siblings, colleagues, peers. I mean, of course, I had people responding things like, you know, fitness influencers or social media influencers. But more often than not, it's people who we see ourselves as kind of like them or in their category. And so that's who we're comparing ourselves to. And I know this to be true. I've got friends who are also maybe in some of the same industries. Maybe they're a podcaster or they are an online educator like myself. And, and so I will hear friends compare themselves not to like Elon Musk, who's the same age as them, but they'll compare themselves to other people who are kind of doing the same thing that they're doing at about the same age. Like it's what we do. We tend to compare ourselves 
to people who we see as very similar to us. Here's what's interesting is when we compare ourselves to someone who we find or think of as similar to us and assuming that that comparison doesn't make us feel good, it's not favorable, we tend to, and this is very interesting, we tend to kind of turn against them in our own minds. You start to have negative feelings toward that person. You start feeling, I don't know if you want to call it jealousy or a dislike for them. It's not that you don't want them to do well, but because it triggers a negative emotion in you, when you see that person, you start to experience or feel that negative emotion, even though you might really like them. Have you had this happen? Like someone who you really like, you have nothing against them, but for whatever reason, when you see what they're doing, when you compare yourself to where they are, you those negative feelings you have about yourself, you project them onto that person. I mean, I know I do it. And those are the people I, I try not to follow them, especially if Maybe I'm not feeling super secure in something that I'm doing, or I just know that that person or that account or whatever, especially when it comes to social media, I just won't follow them because I start to experience that same scenario. I see their content. It doesn't make me feel good about myself. I find myself then thinking negative thoughts about them that have no basis, no founding. They're a great person. I love them. I'm happy for their success. So why is it I feel this like, almost twinge of jealousy or resentment toward them. And if that sounds familiar, you're not alone. The reason why we do that is because as humans, we're trying to protect our own self-concept. Here's another thing that Festinger discovered in his research is that the more important we see that person or that group or our association, the more pressure we feel and the more likely we are to fall into the comparison trap. So try to put this into perspective in your own life. Think of a community or a group that is really important to you. Like maybe it's your group of friends or the small group that you're a part of at church. I don't know what it is, but just think of a group that's really important to you. Maybe it's family, right? So think of an important group that you're associated with. And now think of another group that you're associated with, but they're not that important to you. So I'll give you my own example. I just thought of the fact that in this little community that I live in, the homeowners association meets once a month. I am obviously a part of that group, but it's frankly not an important group to me. So their opinions and conforming to that group's opinions and what they're doing, it's just not that important to me. But if I think about another group that is really important to me, because of the importance of the significance that I place on that group, I also place a lot of pressure on myself to conform or to compare myself to people who are in that group. If you played sports, let's say you ran track and you were a distance runner, you probably didn't care much about what was going on with the sprinters. They were less important to you. What mattered to you were the long distance runners. So you're going to compare yourself to other people who are in groups that you associate as being more significant. So we know that comparison is normal, and we also know that comparison can really stir up like negative feelings about ourselves. But not always, because sometimes, as we've figured out, sometimes there is comparison that allows us to evaluate who we are and how we're doing. 
so that we can course correct. So comparison isn't always the thief of joy. Comparison isn't always bad. In fact, sometimes feeling bad about ourselves isn't necessarily a horrible thing because sometimes it can really motivate us to make a change. I recently had a conversation with somebody who listens to the show and and they told me listening to the episodes about parenting and relationships gave them kind of a barometer, helped them to understand like what was going on in their household was a really bad situation. And this person said, I started feeling bad about myself. I started seeing like some of your topics and I would I didn't want to listen to them because I would then compare what I was doing and what I was experiencing in my household to you know, some of the kind of healthier things that you were talking about on the show. And eventually I just realized, okay, the reason why I feel bad is because I'm not taking action. Like I've got to get myself and my kids out of the situation. So, you know, again, that's a scenario where somebody felt close to the situation, placed significance and importance on myself and the guests that she hears on the show kind of relates to that. Yet it triggered her, didn't make her feel good about herself, but it also sparked self-evaluation without which, because she said she didn't have any role modeling, without which she probably would not have made the enhancements to her own life that she ended up making. So sometimes, I'm just saying this because not all comparison is bad. My objective, my intention in creating this episode for you is to help you understand to identify when it's happening and to quickly recognize, okay, is this a situation where I can make myself better? Or is this just a situation where I am going to feel worse about myself and that's not going to serve me? There's nothing I need to change or improve because that is not helpful comparison. So one kind of very rudimentary, very simple way to identify if in fact you need to stop the cycle is to just Ask yourself the simple question, is the comparison that I'm doing, is it because I have a goal of improving who I am or am I doing this because I'm trying to figure out how I stack up or even worse, am I comparing myself because these are negative beliefs I have about myself, these are uncertainties that I have about myself, so I'm looking around to kind of, you know, that confirmation bias. I don't think that I have the ability to be successful. So I'm, I'm going to look around. I'm going to look for people who are kind of similar to me, but they're way more successful than me and recognize that you're doing that because you're trying to confirm your own negative bias about yourself. You're looking for evidence. And that's a normal thing too. Like we don't want to be wrong. We want to be right. And so our brains will block out anything that might disprove our theory or our belief. Even when it's a a negative self-belief that is limiting our life, we'll still compare ourselves to other people so that we feel bad about ourselves, so that it's like we can prove to ourselves, see, you are a loser. You're right. You are a loser. Look at all these other people. And our brains don't even allow us to compare ourselves to people who might otherwise make us feel good about where we are. And we almost always have some kind of pre-existing insecurities, pre-existing ideas, pre-existing negative beliefs about ourselves. And that's often what compels us, like a compulsion, to engage in that social comparison. And then, of course, social media makes it a thousand times easier for us to do this. I mean, there are people who I know when you see them, you naturally do this. 
you naturally compare yourself. You're already pulling up your insecurities. You're already thinking about the things that you don't have, that they do. Maybe it's a certain body type, a certain lifestyle. Maybe it's their marriage or the fact that they have kids. It's their vacations. It's their home. It's where they live. Whatever it is, just sitting here right now, you are very aware that that person triggers comparison for you. You know, it doesn't make you feel good. You know, it doesn't inspire you to be better. It just makes you feel a little bit more resentful, jealous, or I guess sometimes angry with ourselves when we compare ourselves to them. So why are we still following them? Why do we do this? We do it so that we can make sense of the world. It's so that we can maintain that belief that we have about ourselves. It makes the world predictable when our beliefs line up with the evidence that we see. And when things are predictable, we feel safe. And ultimately, that's that's our job, right? That's our, our human nature is to create a safe environment or at least a predictable environment. I say that because sometimes it's not safety that we're looking for. Sometimes it's just predictability and we will create and sabotage situations because that's predictable. It's the person who always has drama in their life and and they tend to be responsible for that drama because that feels comfortable. It's predictable. But the reason why I personally believe this is taking a toll on our mental health and we need to do something about it, not just go, oh, this is human nature. It's normal. Something everyone does. True. It's something everyone does. But what isn't normal, what is a new phenomenon is the social media piece of it. Now we aren't just comparing ourselves to others to figure out like who we are. We're comparing ourselves to digital versions of fake people. Like we're comparing ourselves to things that don't even exist. But in our minds, we believe that is a real person and that's really what their life is like. And they really have all these things, but they don't. Like we're we're literally now making things a hundred times worse because we're comparing ourselves to people and circumstances that don't even exist. They are digital creations, which is why comparison today for adults is so much more intense. Like your parents, I'm sure, depending on how old you are, didn't have to struggle with the same type of crippling comparison and the anxiety and the negative feelings that are associated with comparison the way any of us have to deal with today. So let's get to some tips, specifically as they relate to social media. And I love it when my Instagram followers can give me great insight. So if you're not following me on Instagram, please do. It's at Shaleen Johnson. And most importantly, I want you to pay attention to the stories because that's where I'm getting feedback from you. It's where I'm pulling. I'm getting a lot of this data and I'm getting great insights. And today I asked, when are you most vulnerable to fall into the comparison trap. Because if we can identify times when we're really vulnerable, it's gonna be a lot easier to avoid it. And here's what you said. When I'm tired, when I'm having a bad week, when I don't have a lot going on, when I'm already sad, when I'm in a negative headspace, when I'm already feeling down, when I'm already feeling insecure, when I'm already beating myself up. Isn't that crazy? It's like when we're at our lowest, is when we start to compare ourselves. And 
you know what, if you think about it, that's based on everything that we've talked about in this episode and the social scientists who've studied this, it makes sense. Because when we're down, what we're trying to do is figure out, is this normal? That's the first thing we're trying to figure out. And the second thing we're trying to do is to lift ourselves back up. So sometimes we'll we'll do that comparison to bolster our own ego. But more often than not, when we're doing that comparison, what do you do? You open up Instagram, you open up TikTok. And while your intentions might have been to cheer yourself up, to distract yourself, what you can't control is your subconscious. And your subconscious mind is trying to find evidence to support your negative hypothesis about who you are. Okay, so I know this is getting deep, but here's the point. When you're feeling down, when you're beating yourself up, when you're feeling low, when all of the things that you told me you're feeling, recognize that and know that the worst place on the planet you can go, the worst place on your phone that you can go is to social media. Just having enough awareness to recognize like, okay, not feeling great, not real happy right now, not real pleased with myself, not feeling like a million bucks. I should not open social media. I'm going to feel worse. I know you're hoping for that really funny video, that thing that's going to intrigue you, that's going to spark your dopamine, that's going to fascinate you, but that's not what you're going to see. You're going to see content that you naturally are going to compare yourself to, and it's going to make you feel worse. I also asked you, what is it that you do to pull yourself out of the cycle? When you can feel yourself spiraling into negative comparison, how do you stop that process? Because once you start to spiral, once you start to spin, it's really hard to pull yourself out of that. It can be. So the ultimate scenario would be to recognize you're feeling this way and to not open up social media, to not go there. I felt this way a couple of weeks ago when I was not feeling well. I had some kind of a virus. I don't know what kind of virus, but I noticed that every time I opened up social media, man, was I doing the comparison thing and it was making me feel a thousand times worse. And I had to post, or at least I thought I had to post on Instagram. And a lot of times what I'll do is take a look at what other people are posting to just get a sense, a feel, a vibe. But every time I looked at my feed, I just kept comparing myself and feeling worse. And then that was affecting my, you know, my energy. It was affecting my my mood, which makes you feel like you're more sick than you really are. And eventually I just had to say, I just need to rest. And by rest, I mean lay here, relax, and take a break from social media because it's not serving me right now. It's making me feel worse, which is depleting my energy. And I'm, I'm going on this downward spiral. So instead, I opened up one of my favorite devotionals and just started reading. And it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Listen, I don't know what your beliefs are. I respect that you might have different beliefs than what I have, but it is so powerful to believe in something bigger than yourself. It's incredible. I have such a big smile on my face right now because if you know, you know. But just reading the word of God never, ever disappoints. People always ask which devotional is my favorite. I've got a bunch of them. I've got friends who are always sending me devotionals, which I really appreciate. But I'm telling you the one that I live and die by, and I've used it for years and years and years, is Jesus Calling. And again, I I don't know your faith, 
and I'm not suggesting that you need to share mine, but I do want to encourage you to tap into a higher power, a power that's bigger than you when you're feeling like this. Because when we're feeling down is when we are most susceptible to comparison. So turn to prayer, turn to your spirituality. Next, I want you to turn away from social media. And you would think that would be common sense or that it just goes without saying, but it doesn't because we have become so accustomed to using social media to numb our brains when we're feeling down, when we're bored, when we don't know what to do with ourselves, when we are procrastinating. Like, so those are points when we're at our lowest. That's when we go to social media. And it's the absolute worst place to go when you're having those kind of negative thoughts because it will suck you down. It will suck you dry and it will put you in a bad space. I mean, it can more often than not, it's going to. So instead, I want you to, you know, if you're not someone who turns to or believes in a higher power, you cannot deny the power of music. Music changes our state. Music is motivation. Music changes our energy level. Music changes our state. It changes our emotion. It can change everything. Nature, go out in nature, go exercise. And if you're going to go exercise, ignore your phone. I mean, gosh, I need to do a whole, like maybe a YouTube video, or maybe it's a podcast about the amount of time that people waste in the gym because they haven't turned off their notifications. Not just the time that they're wasting, but the benefits of the workout. Like a workout isn't just about your body. Going for a walk or lifting weights at the gym, any of these things, like just anything that you are doing to honor your body, you're dishonoring that process by allowing your phone to interrupt it. Personally, I have very strict guidelines, boundaries, if you want to call them, in my practice and in the way that I live my life and my whole team knows this. So I don't get any text messages or any emails or anything before 11 a.m. Because not only do I want to honor that time when I'm exercising, I just want the mornings to meditate, to pray, to think, to brainstorm, to listen, to listen to podcasts, to listen to audiobooks, to learn, to be creative. And I just love not having that time interrupted. I, I don't go on social media during those hours. I mean, I'm saying more often than like 90% of the time I don't. And you might be like, oh, well, good for you. You know, you've got that privileged life. Listen, this is not luck. This is hard work. This is intention. This is planning. This is blood, sweat, and tears. This is honoring my brain and how I, what I know I need to do and the way I need to set up my life to be my best so I can be my best and most effective for other people so I can improve who I am. And I, I, I just can't do that if I'm being constantly sucked into my phone. So move your body, go walk. I mean, ideally, I would love it if you just went outside. There's nothing more healing, more uplifting than a little bit of sunshine, just being near water or being near trees, being near grass, like nature. I know, I know like it's such a simple little thing. It seems like common sense, but we get so caught up in our screens and our desktops and being cooped up inside, in our homes, in our cars. And we forget that just outside our doors is nature, is fresh air, is 
you're closer to the sky. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. And we don't spend enough time outside. I want to encourage you to do that. Maybe go for a hike. And again, maybe you can't set up your day where you're like, can be uninterrupted for three hours in the morning. But consciously make decisions about spaces where you need a break. Where your brain wants, I know your brain is craving distraction. It's almost like that that end of the night feeling where you're like, oh, gosh, it was such a hard day and I just want to scroll on my phone and maybe have a glass of wine or enjoy some yummy snacks. And and you just feel like, "I, I need this. My brain needs this. I deserve this. You're right. You do. So don't torture yourself or punish yourself by turning to social media. When we're feeling low on energy, when we're feeling low on motivation, when we just are feeling low about ourselves, that's when it's most important for us to remember to stay off of social media. Okay, and lastly, I want to leave you with this. And I know these are things you know, but I just want to say them in case you needed this reminder today. There is no one who's as unique as you. Anyone who you are comparing yourself to, is it's pointless because they don't have your brain, they don't have your DNA, they haven't had your unique experience. You don't know what they're going through, no matter what it is you're seeing on the outside, put social media aside. Like even if it's a sibling, you don't really know what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they're going through. And I firmly and truly believe that God has a plan for your life and your plan is different than their plan. Look at God's most perfect creations. Some trees are bigger than others. Some have more branches and a longer life. Some flowers bloom earlier than others, and they don't think to compete with a flower that's right next to them. I don't know who said this quote, but I love it. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time. And my final parting words of wisdom are to remind you to focus on who you are. This is who you are. It's who you were meant to be in this moment. So drop that preconceived notion of who you think you were supposed to be at this stage. You were wrong. This is exactly who you were supposed to be. This is all part of the plan. It's all going to make sense. There's no need to compare yourself to somebody else because you haven't had even a fraction of a similar life or circumstances. This is where you were meant to be. This is who you were meant to be. And you have no idea right now all of the amazing things that are all coming together because of where you are, because of your life experiences. Trust the process, believe in yourself, and stop comparing yourself. I love you. I mean it. I'll talk to you soon.